to the Overanalysis, an episode-by-episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. In this podcast we discuss each episode just after watching, so we've got no idea where the plot's going and no spoilers for future episodes. We've just been discussing the sixth episode called Forking Paths. Um, In it we've imagined how evil scientists get together over seminars in Swiss mountains. We kind of misheard some lines about dead vegetables and as good liberals, but middle-aged and slightly out of touch, we struggled pathetically with pronouns when discussing Buck. Sorry. So, it's only just occurred to me, really, since starting to watch the OA, that um, one of the, maybe, the themes of it, and particularly struck me in this episode, is that it's about teenage escape fantasies, really, isn't it, do you think? Like the oh, like the equivalent okay. of of um, Prairie and Scott and and Homer and all the captives mm. um, near death experiences yeah. all about escape and they're trying to escape from Hap. Yes, I just suddenly realised when we were watching Mich- uh, Michelle or Buck at the beginning yeah. and she's singing along to that song and she's he? practicing. He he sorry he's practicing the the moves that that um, the LA's obviously shown them. Yeah. That. That's those the, the five that we call the five are in the present day. Yes, they're all about escape, aren't they? They're, they're all of them are escaping from something. Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. That, that's true. That as a young young person, and and often also as an older person, we've got BBA the teacher in there as well. Yes, I think and she's yeah. Well, yeah. So it can happen at any time, but I think you often have that sense of. Um, you you definitely yeah you, everybody does don't they when they're growing up it's like part of growing up is escaping your childhood I suppose and your humdrum life as you see it yeah so many so many books don't they sort of non-fiction and fiction books are like about teenagers who are like oh I can't believe my life around me is so dull and my parents yeah. are so boring and nothing ever happens here and yeah. I just need to get somewhere else and normally there's happen, somebody then. who comes along and says actually you're an amazing wizard or um. <laughs> Whatever. Well, that's certainly what happened to me. Yeah. Yes, that's. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about real life there, but yeah. but I'm sure there's examples in fiction too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. No. I hadn't thought of it like that, but it's it's Probably, true. Yeah. Um. I mean, is it? Do you just mean that as a piece of fiction, it's playing into that um that desire that we have to, especially younger people, but maybe everybody, or do you feel that it's really trying to explore those themes? Well, I suppose what I mean is that even though I'm I'm really enjoying the series and I, I don't feel it's particularly directed at me as far as its themes go. Oh, I, f- you, okay. I feel its themes are directed at misfit teenagers in, in some ways. You know, a yeah. lot of our major cast members are misfit teenagers. You know, um, yeah. even the yeah. ca- even the captives, well, no, they're not all teenagers, but um, they're all quite odd anyway, aren't they? Yeah, like and it's kind and of like they've been yeah. captive since they were teenagers, maybe. Uh, yeah, apart from Renata, Renata, who's 40 here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but but yeah, but certainly the, all the the five that Prairie's talking to are all misfit teenagers, absolutely, in some kind or, or, or another. Or yeah. misfits in some way. Yeah. So did that anyway? Did that thing work for you? Did you? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I it only just struck me this episode, but yeah, I I, I, can't, I really like that actually. Mm. I feel it's um, well, it's always a, it's an endless source of good material, really, isn't it? This how many how many stories are sort of like if you look over the life of a life of a, a character in a fiction or something is teenager feels like they're misunderstood and doesn't fit into like to their um community and their family whatever and then things happen to them and then they move forward in life a bit and then they look back on their teenage years and they see that oh actually that was true for quite a lot of people actually and just growing yeah. out of being a teenager is actually that's what being teenagers about is realizing that we're all yeah, possibly we're in all, the same boat yeah that's kind of a yeah. bit of a universal trope, isn't it? I think. Yeah, 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 that's true. But it's... I mean, maybe maybe more so for some of the characters in this because we've got Buck, who's a transgender character, and then we've got Alfonso, who's a, a very intelligent boy from mm. a very poor um, I mean, immigrant family. The, and, I mean, yeah, they're but yeah. and Steve, who I mean, they're all people on the edge of something, aren't they? Well, yeah. those three at least they are w- w- literally transitioning, I suppose, for Buck. Um, yeah transitioning in a kind of from poverty to possibly like a really high fluting um like uh, future for alfonso yeah. um and steve well was almost in a kind of downward path to yeah bad possibly stuff, from but... um rich family to criminality really isn't yeah it? Him, so yeah. and it's where are they gonna yeah. go 
So they Strange are. We haven't seen so much of Jesse really in some ways, isn't it? We no, haven't we, seen that you know. brief part of him yeah. last week. I must say, I do still. Um, I, I still find the the five characters, although we've not seen that much of them again this week. Five present day characters. Five present yeah. day characters. I I I just I really like them. Um, you you said before in you not when we were recording the podcast that you actually are more interested in them in some ways yeah. than you are in the the four cap the captives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think they're. I mean, they're. They have more kind of interesting backstories. The only interest, well, not the only interesting thing, but the main interesting thing about the captors is what's going on in them at the present moment. Yeah, the captors have got such yeah. a kind of, kind of an, oh, not exactly epic, but such a kind of, uh, almost they're in a melodramatic scenario, aren't they? Yeah. And it's interestingly explored. I'm not saying it's done in a melodramatic manner, but they can't help. But that has to be their main focus, which makes yeah. them slightly less interesting to me. It's I almost find. like the two, the present day and the past stories, are actually almost two different genres in this in some ways, aren't they? You've got like the the captives story, which is like a thriller almost, isn't it? How are yeah. they going to escape? Yeah. And then the present day one is, oh, how it's a sort of character driven one about how what are they going to learn? What are they going to learn and how they're going to change and all that sort of thing, which yeah. we don't think about. We're not thinking that about Homer and Rachel and Scott, no, are we? No, yeah. we're not thinking what yeah. are they learning from this experience. I think I've I think I've been only been subconsciously aware of that kind of mix of genres, the whole thing that's going on, and it has yeah. felt slightly odd at times, I think, because of that. Not odd yeah. in a dreadful odd. No, no, way. not not bad, but but odd in a sort of like you you forget what preconceptions you have about watching something, don't you? When you're you you know what genre it is quite early on and you have certain yeah. expectations because of that genre. Yeah. And then when you've got two different genres in one programme, you're sort of Slightly, slightly clunky shift mm. between the two, possibly. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah it's, it's a risk, I guess. True. Yeah, All right. I'm, not, I'm not really thinking that it does the program down, but um, it's it's slightly odd. Yeah. Mm. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, but but we we do the program does start with with I think Buck. one of my favourite characters now. Buck. Yeah. I just I find something about Buck. Oh, just you know, it's fascinating. It's an interesting. It thing for a uh, oh I know it, I'm a cis woman <laughs> I've just learnt these terms I guess but no not to make light of it but it is trans world is is very interesting and different and I just find and Buck is just as a young person just quite beautiful I think as well in a I don't know I just find them him very appealing I just find them interesting I I think actually he slightly reminds me of um, somebody. Did not? Did you not think? Okay, he just reminds him um, me of uh, our daughter. Okay, <laughs> you know, just yeah. who also has a kind of uh, slightly non, uh, slightly gender fluid look going at the moment. Yeah, 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 and and the sort of quiet, quietness. Yeah, uh, yeah. and quiet yeah. and small and yeah. um, and very you know beautiful face and I hope. She never listens to this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we have to also put in the, uh, cut that out. the sort of slight disclaimer there that obviously when uh, uh, a girl's mother says she has a very beautiful face, you have to sort of think that... Uh... Of course she is. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I can't see it objectively either, can I? Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but no, um, you're right. You're, I mean, Buck is a very interesting character because, I mean, all the questions about transgender and people's sort of questions about gender is so... 2016 and 2017 isn't it really yeah it's yeah. you know there's there's nothing more kind of in in culture now than that in some way um, i mean maybe that, maybe that's a little bit more for us because we have a, a a 14 year old daughter who and it's very much sort of like the current thing between her and her friends and in their school culture at the moment it's you know it's very much the forefront. yes yeah. there's certainly quite a few but i don't think that they're unusual i mean like i was saying i went to a school play the other week which where they were performing a a play all about gender yeah, politics it, it, and whatever it, it is. Has it become, is a very, yeah. I know people sort of working in this area with, with young people who are, um, you know, identify as trans and, um, yeah, yeah, it is, it is a massive growing, yeah. culturally interesting thing. So, I mean, we don't see much of Buck, do we? But no, in fact, we've hardly seen anything of her character at all. So, his. but, but he is a very interesting <laughs> character. Yeah. Um, I did, I did like in this scene, actually, this first scene where, so we see Buck, don't we, sort yeah. of practising the, the moves, which, yeah. which um, what do we call those moves now? What are they? Um, they're the movements, they call them, don't they? They do, yeah. The I movement. think they call so, them the first movement, the second so movement, yeah. Prairie or the OA has obviously taught these move, these movements to the um, 
the five of them in the, yeah. in the house at night. Yeah, she's beginning um, to at least. They're now, and now I like the fact that Buck's practicing in the bedroom because you kind of think she's preparing herself for some kind of uh, thing. <laughs> you aren't yeah. getting the hang of the whole gender thing, the the pronoun thing, are you? Keep calling it. Oh, oh, did I call her? Did I say her again? Yeah. Oh, no, I, keep, I, I keep saying he, and then she. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's like we're we us. Yeah. us People are just going to... People who are 30 years younger than us will get entirely used to it. Yeah. Okay, but... but, but um, and then uh, he leaves to go to meet Prairie and the others in the house. And is it his dad or... So, yeah. You never really see which character His mum and dad are arguing. I think it's the male voice that is... Yeah. The dad is saying, Michelle this, Michelle yeah. that. But as he closes the door, he says, Buck, doesn't he? I really like that. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he said, Michelle, Buck, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, you won't answer to Michelle, so I'm going to try Buck now. And yeah. also because you also hear, presumably, um, his mother saying something about he's doing this or our son, yeah. and the dad saying, will you stop, you know. It's, it's... Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. there was oh, some okay. line saying, you know, we can't, you can't just say she's a boy and that makes her... Him, Oh, okay. oh right, right. I, I thought you missed. Yeah, there's this like kind of quiet okay. in the background. Did, now, what did you think about the fact that um, his dad closed the door? Is that significant? I think that's just what. <laughs> presumably, it doesn't matter if somebody closes the door. Obviously, it's important that they leave the door open when they leave. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if somebody closes it, do we? Because we know that Jesse came back the other week. Yeah. And his sister's was a little bit monged out on the sofa, and he's like, "The door's open." Like he was expecting somebody to shut it after him. So why, um, what what is the door thing about? We I mean, we don't know yet, do we? we? But it's obviously not important that that if someone closes it, then no, so that's okay if someone closes it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll leave we'll leave that one. We we'll leave yeah. that one. Okay. Um, but with the um, buck cycles past something. There's some. Like, oh yeah, sorry. Before you go on to that, like, mm. I, I really like the song that was playing oh. as well that, she, that he was yes. singing along to. Really yeah. good. Which that I is... that was by. It's called um, "All Your Years" by Beach House. Yeah, I like really that. Good, yeah, that was it really music. fitted the mood of it somehow. Yes, it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Again, like yeah. an angsty teenager-y feel to it. But... Yeah, and I love the fact that Buck's singing along to it as well somehow. So you yeah. think, oh yeah, she's all playing it in his bedroom. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what is it? Do you have you do you take anything from what his cycles past? Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? It was like what was, it was like a crashed motorbike or something, was it? I couldn't work it out. It looked like yeah, maybe you're right. I I thought it looked like a kind of car crash, but only <laughs> part of the car, like a car crash, but somebody's already towed the car away or something. But there were like lights on the ground, weren't there? Pink lights. Was yeah, that... I thought that was kind of like a danger, you know, lookout like lighted traffic cones, but something a bit more dramatic. I don't. Oh know. right, I mean, I took it as being someone had wrecked something and just left it. Like right. uh, the, it wasn't a cleared up accident or something, right? But, well, and then, yeah. then somehow those lights were part were caused by the accident. Well, no, the lights were I don't know they were on on the bike or something, and now we're just lying in the road. That's what okay. I saw. Maybe but you should look I'm not back sure. At that. Yeah. But anyway, I I imagine that's something that's going to pop up again. You um, think so? Yeah, you say that though, but actually, I found in this series that you can't always guarantee that things are going to pop up again in this series. I think because I was thinking back about like the fact that. I mean, we may, we've got two episodes left after this one, obviously, but there's quite a lot of things that have happened in the story before that we haven't seen any more of in some ways. And maybe like things like um, Steve going to military school, you know, and, and oh, Steve's okay. thing with his yeah. parents and yeah. Steve at school and like being, there's kind of st quite strands of storylines, which sort of, we don't see anything of for quite some time. It's Which feels like partly because there's just a lot going on and it's hard to keep up. It's hard. Yeah. They've just been drip feeding us a little bit about the five in the present day yeah. whilst talking about the past continuously. It feels like there's not that much space to... Which I, I think is a shame because I really like the present day characters. Yeah. So I sort of want to see more of them. That's just reminding but... me of... So I had I was thinking about the fact that the OA is like... One season long at the moment is yes. um, you know, eight episodes. One season long, yeah. And I have a feeling, although we don't know because we haven't watched the whole thing yet, how it's going to end. It's going to end with some, you know, some kind of resolution of the drama that's been going on. Normally, yeah. things do end Normally with a resolution, resolution of the drama. But given the type of story <laughs> it is, it feels like a, a season two feels almost like impossible somehow. So, but I was thinking, how would it be if you had a long running drama like this, and then when you had season two, instead of carrying on from like the end of season one, you go back in and you fill in lots of blanks in between. So you fill in loads of backstories of people instead. I mean, a little bit like Better Call Saul does with um, 
with Breaking Bad, except that's off before Breaking Bad happens. So we're not yeah. talking about prequels. No, we're talking about say we have a we see all the stuff that's gone on with Steve and and his family or whatever in between yeah. or things like that. Oh, or, now yeah. okay, so yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah. that's not going to stop me. I believe The Wire does that to some extent, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yes, that's right. I think it does it because it looks from different yeah. points of view, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. and, and then, I mean, there's a, um, a few films, isn't there, where, where you, you see something by a famous Japanese film, Rashomon. Yes, but that's all. That's, that's a one that's event sort of within one thing. film. That's yeah. slightly different. Well, you yeah. mean that's your just your classic. But you're look right. At the Wire. The Wire does it, even though we haven't we haven't watched The Wire, have we? Which made I think people might be flabbergasted. About how that. appalling! How appalling! It is on purpose that I haven't watched it almost. Just yeah. to kind of. We will watch it sometime. We'll do. Saving I'm waiting to break both my legs, then I can watch yeah, it all in, in one big splurge. I'll do that for you. Don't worry. <laughs> a pleasure. Um, yeah, so where were we? Where were we? We've got to. Then so, starting. So 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 Buck joins the meeting a little late, yeah. doesn't he? And then, but they're learning. So and then they're learning the dance movements. Or yes, movements. The movements. Yeah. Um, I don't think call them dance movements. No. Yeah. It's a bit. But they start to go back. They go. We go back then to the past. Yeah. Um, and talk about how things have progressed. So last week we had. The first and second movement learnt by by um, Homer and and the OA, yeah. And then Scott resuscitated. Yeah, he's got the third movement. Yeah. Now we've we suddenly hear that Renata's got the fourth movement. You know what? I think Renata is poorly served by this program. I, I like think Renata. Renata has been massively fast tracked into this whole organisation. She's been, <laughs> been dragged in. We didn't get. We got her just been a bit cross with Homer and now she just has got on with it she's learnt the fourth movement but we don't we don't far even as, get to see her doing it as far as adaptation goes she's done very well I think hasn't she adapting yeah, well, to yeah. the environment but as far as character serving not yeah. so well I feel there was a I think there was a decision made there somehow wasn't there that, that Renata is a minor character yeah and we're not going to, I mean, obviously there was a lot of opportunity for focusing on her and how she coped with becoming a new member, but it would have felt a bit repetitious, yeah. wouldn't it? it would, there yeah. is a repetition issue, isn't it? Because it would yeah. just been exactly like something like, like prairie, or really. prairie or whatever. Yeah. So fair enough. We just jump into that. Um, now, there's business about, they talk about amnesia or, or how, who have they learned it? Is, is it the OA has found this out that amnesia is a bit of an issue, a problem? Yes, I, I don't. I don't exactly understand what form of amnesia. Can you tell me what they said again? Because I was writing something down as they were saying, and I couldn't write that down as well. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't write it down particularly, yeah. but just that she met up with what's what's the lady that's her kind of guide. Oh, what what Watoon? What? What? Oh, cartoon, 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 yeah. Cartoon, yeah. Um, said that you can near death experiences can cause amnesia. Yeah, I think that was it. I don't think it was any more detail about the type of nature, but just they were concerned so they'd sort of beginning a kind of notation oh, for that's the right. movements. Yeah. Um, oh, which is why they had scars on their backs. I like that, that bit. <laughs> okay, but um, just a little issue. Well, way, but I, I, I could have done with like, does it mean amnesia like you're going to be losing, you'll just forget. It mm. sort of makes sense to me that, yeah, you'll do it and you'll tend to forget what happened in the other world. Yes, you won't remember all of your... Is that what they meant? Because that would make sense, wouldn't it? That, yeah. you know, you go to this place and maybe lots of us have done it, but we don't remember because yeah. um, you forget because of this, yeah. way it's set up. And that's why they have to be awake and, and lots yeah. of things in order to remember the stuff. So they actually put those things in their back when they're in the other world? Yes, now there's a slight problem with the scarring on yes. the back. My second point. None of them can actually do the scarring for each other, can they? You can't they reach. Can't, they can't Could reach. you? Actually, you're just touching my back. You can so, reach all of your back. So one of them would have to be guide, in the other room would have to be guiding the scarring that you were doing. Well, yeah, you could kind of you could make a shape, but you not very yeah, well without seeing. It would be a lot easier to do on your front, though, wouldn't it? It would be a lot easier <laughs> to do on your front. You're right. It would be a lot easier to do on your front. I mean, yeah. apart from the fact for women who've got breasts, which on your stomach, can't, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you can't. I'm just thinking you can't really show lots of breasts on TV. Well, you could, but it would just get mm, you could have a bit underwear, couldn't you? With and then yeah, yeah, it would yeah, make so more sense to put it on your stomach. I ha it did strike me that um, the OA has has had a couple of little plot holes like that, hasn't it? Where yeah. you think you think. Hang it, on a minute. It would have been good to think about it a little bit more. I think wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, but I mean, it doesn't. It it, it isn't. 
uh, so big a hole that it takes me out of the story. To be to be honest, no, no, it's just a, uh, it's just something. It's one of those things. You, I mean, I actually only thought about it now rather than when I was watching about the, the putting, you know, scars on your back sort of thing. Yeah. So, if it had taken you out at the time, um, then that's it did. Bad, it, I think. It, 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 it did, did take you out. It did occur I've got to a big home. scarred on back. How <laughs> question mark question mark written down. Um, but um, but anyway, you know. Besides, I do like the idea about the notation thing, though. Although, though there were no in the condensation in the rooms, weren't there? And you're thinking, well, that's not going to stay, is it? No, no, no but yeah. I could get that. They're thinking, yeah. oh, they're trying things out, aren't they? At that phase, they're just thinking, oh, maybe yeah. this will, maybe this could work, or, oh, I don't know, maybe yeah. I can do this, and then I can see how to write it in some other way. What What was going on with Homer, though? You seem to have a massive flex. Like, ah. He's cutting a big hole in his side. Yeah, or right. So was yeah. he? He just started going on to... I, yeah, I was kind of confused, like, why is he bleeding? But then I assume it's something about him writing, him putting some of the, the, the notation on his side, but right. just, he's, he's like run really out of space big back. Cut. It did. Was he just really bad at drawing and Yeah, himself? or was there something else going on that we didn't... There wasn't anything else, is there? Well, I thought there was going to be, like... Because mm. we saw him again a bit later, and we saw the big scar he had, and it didn't like any kind of, like marking he had it just like yeah. a big hole in his side so it looked yeah. like i i thought initially it was something something he'd done in, the, in an experiment with hap you know yes hap done to him a bit nasty he ended yeah. up injured but he seemed to be very um sort of like placid about the experiments in some ways don't they they're still they're really taking them taking, well yeah i mean like we had prairie in this episode didn't we where she's sitting kind of in with hap in his little room mm. after after she's been drowned and brought back to life um, but yeah, I mean, she's quite sort of you know she's a bit narky with him, but she's not furious. Yeah, she's he, she, he doesn't fear her attacking him. Well, I suppose she should, I mean at this point because I think they talk about being there for two years. Yeah, we're not there for two years. At that point, and they've been. We know it was about three years before. Yeah, I mean ultimately she's been there seven years, hasn't she? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible that even something as insane as being drowned and having being brought back to life again could become mundane as you know she said you know we died more times than you can count yes so maybe maybe that's the thing of anything that can become mundane through repetition and repetition so um when when um prairie goes when we have the scene with prairie um, that's that's comes next, doesn't it? Well, uh, no. Well, I was thinking you've got. Oh no! Sorry, so that yeah. sort of theory about. I was thinking about Hap. You, yeah. Just this kind of a theme, isn't there, of, of Hap, um, being like part of the experiment himself, which I think because they're talking about the fact that he's now watching them, he's yes. learning the movements himself, so he's doing exactly the same things. Yes. Because he's very. I mean, he's seen what the movements can do, bringing Scott back. So he understands that the valuableness. Yes. So he has been watching them on video screens all this time. Yes, but he's not listening. He's oh. not listening for some reason or another. He still no, doesn't hear them. Why didn't he see them sucking the gas out before that? Oh, just don't that, so that drop was the other it. thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I like. Yeah, I really the, the, this next section is all about Hap, and I, I really it's one of my favourite bits. Yeah, with Leon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Leon. I really like really Leon. good character. But yeah. we've got just to, to point out the thing about Hap feeling like he's part of the experiment. I quite like that he he talks about um, a dream about being a rat or something yes. to Leon, doesn't he? Yeah, Which yeah. is um, quite quite a thing. When you when you're for, when we first meet Leon, when Hap's with um, talking with him. Were you kind of slightly unsure as to the relationship that he had with Leon? I thought when he was, first of all, was talking about his experiments, I thought he was talking about them sort of covering up what he was actually doing and that he was yeah. he was almost talking about them as though, you know, he was doing animal experiments or something. Yes, Did yes, you think I, that? Thought, I thought you might go in and Leon's lab's got, you know, monkeys or something. That yeah, and even when, Leon, even when anyway, Leon but... says, he says, where, uh, perhaps says to him, where are your subjects? He says, oh, they're in the room over there. And I'm thinking, yeah. even then I'm thinking, oh, yeah. it's animals or something. Yeah, I, but, I thought yeah. it'd be like that. But then you find out that actually... And the idea is that Leon has this massive hospital wing that yeah. no one uses. I love got... that as a trope. I yeah. mean, I've seen that in... Um... Is it Lars von Trier's? Oh, the kingdom. The kingdom. Yeah, the which idea is, of the flaws of the yeah, hospital that no one a, uses. Yeah, there's a, a t an old TV thing he did in Denmark, I think, isn't it? Before yeah. he became so famous, but there's this. That's fantastic. Yeah, but I do love that because, and also I work in a hospital, so I know there are 
There are weird bits of hospitals which yeah. aren't really... And nobody supervises hospitals. They're such, such huge places yeah. and so many weird things going on in them anyway. You can imagine some person yeah. would just, just through slight kind of deviousness would manage to have a whole wing shut off that no one ever goes to anyone ever look at, oh no that wing's closed oh, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh somebody puts a sign out of order <laughs> yeah. nobody goes in there for 15 years yeah yeah nobody, <laughs> that's the sort of thing nobody argues with oh that lift never works yeah, yeah. Um, it stops on the fifth floor no <laughs> but um no so that that's a great setup and that kind of Oh, kind of creeping horror when you realise. Oh my God! That Leon's doing the same Leon's thing. Doing the same yeah. thing. And Leon seems like. I mean, if I've been talking about before, like saying, "Oh, I'm not sure about Hap. Like, is he bad? Really bad or not?" I'm... Leon. Leon had this kind of like evil thing in yes. him, didn't he? So was... I thought it did validate your point of view of thinking, "Oh, maybe Hap is okay. Maybe Hap's yeah. gonna be." I I thought that this episode did actually slightly back you up um, yeah. in that kind of viewpoint. In that Hap is definitely shown as not anything like as evil as Leon. Yeah. Um, but uh, just the two of them, I love the their sort of... Rivalry. Know, rivalry, <laughs> yeah. which is so so true of scientists. I mean, yeah. that's obvi obviously... Uh, if let, let's have a, a slight sort of like, I think, not all scientists are no, this kind of... Not uh, of course, but everybody, it's so important to get... Published, published first, first. Yeah. It's, I mean, and you know, there's, oh, I can't think, but, yeah. it, um, you, you know, if you read back on, I think reading um, Bill Bryson's book, well, Theory, of, Theory of Everything, or uh, Brief History, Brief of, History everything? of Everything, yeah. or something like that, and there's so many cases where people, there's two people have been working on something, and one person just kind of nips in there. Yeah, I mean, we were, everyone remembers Darwin, and I've forgotten the name of the other guy who had did just as much work on evolution at the time, wasn't it? Who was the other guy? Oh, did he? Yes, anyway, doesn't that anyway. your point? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Wallace, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, ah, yeah that does sound vaguely familiar. Yeah. But, yeah, it is, it is so important, and, and you know, Hap has, has no life, has nothing in his life except this experiment. And we know that not only... Has he not got a personal life? But really, he's committed crimes, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Not, not. I mean, you know, real, real crimes of legal crimes, but also morality. You know that if this is for nothing, he's going to feel himself. Yeah. Squished. But Hat definitely comes off as the more reasonable of the two. Um, I love him talking about sort of saying, "Oh well, we'll probably just do our work, and then some, somebody else, some man, oh young woman, maybe yeah. will just stand and you know it'd be like." standing on our shoulders, that's how yeah. science works, doesn't it? You know, plodding along, doing your bit and all that. And it really sort of, like, you know he doesn't want that. You know, he wants to be the guy, yeah. but he's at least kind of pretending that it's not... Um, but Leon, Leon's going, isn't he? He's going, he's going, no, when I press, when I press publish on that button when I, when yeah. I do it I'm going to become like world renowned sort of and, and he says I'm going to make loads of money yeah, yeah. I, 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 to be fair I think that's I don't think many scientists are driven by money I think no I don't but it's kind of I mean Leon was in this in this episode for such a short amount of time I think it was fine to make him kind yeah. of like almost a evil caricature wasn't it I was just I was loving the idea of um the uh the actor reading, reading his line and just going, mm. oh, okay, so I'm a scientist. Okay, so maybe I'm teaming up with... Oh, no, dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know how it yeah. works. I only get one scene. <laughs> well, presumably, you kind of know, you're just the one episode yeah. and you take the contract. But, what I liked yeah. even more was imagining uh, Leon and Hap as... Uh, young medical students at college together mm. and how they sort of progressed and, and also can you imagine like if there's Leon and Hap maybe there's more of them as well maybe, like, maybe it's just not yeah. those two I was trying to imagine I sort of envisage them being you know older and sort of both of them have started their you know their underground dungeons or whatever yeah. and uh, then they meet at a conference and they just have a bit of a conversation and they're probably sort of talking about things and you know hypothetically as if you can see they're on the same wave levels and the wave levels you know wavelengths. Um, wavelengths and then at one point somebody sort of like lets slip or just Ooh, sort of I think that's I think that's less likely than them both kind of like starting out doing it together really and then going off on their own I know you see I don't think that because then I don't think they'd be buddy buddy I think if they started out together and then branched off separately no one's ever going to let on they've got an underground dungeon though yeah, have they a conference well. you get a bit drunk maybe you have a really secretive like scientist conference which is like you know one's held in 
in some like lair in Switzerland or something where it's like, have you got an underground dungeon? Yeah, and you're experimenting yeah. on near death experiences. <laughs> Come well, to this conference. I, I think again, the advertising is <laughs> an issue, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, I could imagine. I, I imagine a drunken conversation at a conference and just gently kind of moving towards it. I, I would have quite liked to have seen that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so poor, poor Leon. Is... Oh, the way that, oh, poor, not poor Leon. Leon poor is the Leon. most evil character in this entire program. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he has no shade to grow about him. Well, anyway. And he talks so flippantly about all his subjects that have just died. Oh, and he, we yeah. know how he gets, doesn't stay attached, does he? Because initially no. I thought when he said, oh, I, you know, I make sure I have a turnaround, I sort of, what is it, a bit of potassium, and then away they go into the incinerator. Yeah. Um, I thought, oh, maybe he's going to, this is what. You know, maybe Hap's going to take away from this and just think, um, oh, maybe that's what I need to do. You know, but yeah, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't go that way at all. Did, did you uh, did you realise when I I think I twigged when um, Leon said, "Do you want to see one of my subjects here?" That that's what was going to happen. They were going to try and kill him. I only when it was empty. Yes, right, okay. when it was I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing though. How is Prairie relating this, or the OA? How is she yes, telling this? Yes, that was something I was thinking. Yeah. Yes, but how does she... I mean, because she, when, in a scene just after this, when she's being put through her next near-death experience and she's talking to Hap, she says to him, how did you get the scars on your face? And mm. in no way does Hap look like he's in the mood to tell her exactly what happened to, no. to him. No, so it seems unlikely that he's sort of given her the big load. Yeah. Although, although, although that could happen. Yeah, we don't know what happens with him, yeah. so we can give him that for now. But Hap seems unusual. I, I must say, I have been... I have been finding Prairie's relating of the story to the five in the present day. To begin with, it was fine. Now it's feeling a bit exposition-y, to be, to be honest. A bit sort of like, you know, it doesn't feel a credible way of telling the story anymore somehow. It feels mm -hmm. like they, this, them turning up night after night and her, her relating in such vivid detail even things which hasn't happened to her. It's slightly taking yeah. me out of the story, I have to say. And, and yeah. yeah, perhaps, yeah. especially the you know reporting things that she wasn't um, a, a party to. I mean, I think it would be fine as far contact. as the filmmaking goes if it hadn't had her voiceover and they'd just shown those scenes. Because when although we're getting the story from Prairie's point of view, it, it's not a purely subjective program, is it? I mean, all the stuff that happened in Cuba as well. I mean, when yeah. the stuff happened in Cuba in episode five. We weren't thinking this was prairie relating when this had happened, was it? We were just seeing it, really, weren't we? No, but you could, it could still be prairie relating it. And she could have, obviously, she knows Renata and she knows Homer. So yeah. there's lots of stuff. She'd have seen pretty much everything and could have just filled in the gaps. But it's this just that it doesn't feel like a subjective possible. story either, the, the, the backstory. It feels like a third person story in some way. Yeah, it's it not, doesn't seem like you're it's not from prairie's you're not... point of view. Yeah, 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 yeah that's. I that's just think true. as a filmmaking thing, it would have been better to not have her voiceover in some of this just to show it. Um, yeah. yeah, but I do, I mean, I don't know. I I do like the them sitting around gathered in an old house talking. Yeah, thing. unless, as we proposed, like in one of the early episodes, we have an unreliable narrator and she's not, and none of this is true. That I do quite <laughs> I do well, like that. Would that would be a I bit do. sort of like, uh, Dallas, it was all a dream, wouldn't it? Something Could like. be, unless they managed to take it to a more interesting reality. Yeah. Even, but... I don't think. Ah, yeah. I just wonder, this is another small point before we leave um, Hap yeah. and Leon. Um, in their discussion, Hap, uh, you know, they're talking about the research and, and you know, what, what, you're, what are you finding, what are you finding? Um, and, uh, you know, Leon says that he's this close to being able to prove that there is an afterlife. Yeah. And just, you know, which, I mean, that's an interesting thing itself, I suppose, that yeah. that does actually seem a big deal that maybe is worth a bit of, you know, sacrifice for, though, probably, you know, certainly not what they're doing. Then... Um, yeah, sorry, you didn't just say that it was it was no, okay to kidnap No, I didn't say it was no, okay, <laughs> no. But then Hap says, and he says, I don't know, if you'd, you know, a counter point of view, yeah. and Hap says that he thinks that there's um, Multi it, multiverse yeah. and all yeah. that. But I, I thought there was the one point where he said, oh, well, is it like the many worlds theory? And yeah. he said, no, no, more like just divulge, divergent, you know, at any given point it diverges and splits. And I was thinking, I mean, I don't know. And I've tried to just do a mini bit of research, but I think that is the many worlds theory, isn't it? I think so, it? it was too, actually. Yeah. Isn't the many worlds theory the idea that uh, at any point in time, all the possible futures split off from that point and all those possible futures are different worlds? 
and you can yeah. take the same go back to the past. It's as well. this kind of quantum yeah. thing that every time we're what some way function. I don't no, know, I'm stopping talking yeah, now. Yeah, I don't I, know I don't what think, I'm on about. Yeah, I don't think it's. Yeah. yeah, but it's a thing, and the it's many worlds theory somehow is kind of a it is exactly idea. a thing about divergent, like various. Yeah. It, it does, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. stop talking. Yeah. But, but yes, I think it is the many worlds. Theory. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm. Did you notice why when Hap and Leon were sort of exchanging research, um, you know, knowledge of what they've been mm. doing? Did you notice the music that was playing? It was. No. I mean, it was. It actually, it was weird that it wasn't. Um, in some other things, I'd have felt it was a bit forced in telling you what to um, what to think, but it was so foreboding the music underneath, like as uh, oh yeah, you're right, yeah. as uh, yeah. as Hap was relating, and then it kind of died down again. It was almost like okay. sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was quite good. I quite liked it. But I normally, I find that directing of your emotions a bit annoying, but somehow I quite quite liked it in this bit. Yeah. Okay, so it was when it was they so were weird. talking, yeah. it was like really dramatic. And then it went down when he was actually saying, Oh, why don't you go in that room and yes. look at something? Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. you're sort of not So maybe you maybe I was slightly it was slightly wrong footing you when he said sent yeah. you into the other room. Yeah. But yeah, yeah and then so but he does he does knock Leon off and then which Well he doesn't he doesn't really he's only doing it to defend yeah, himself he does, really. Yeah, isn't he, he defends himself. Yeah. But he um he does do the very decent thing of letting somebody know yeah. in a rather confusing way. Also wearing the most suspicious outfit of anybody <laughs> ever. It's dark glasses like, and a big scarf. He looked like Robert Downey Jr. for some reason. Was it I'm sure, I'm sure yeah, I have glasses, seen him wear something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but but I, I thought that was, this is sort of setting out Hap. And so I was thinking, oh yeah, maybe your, your theory about Hap being... Being one of the... A nice kidnapper. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's Hat that's going to find the fifth movement. Maybe fifth, fourth movement. If well, we know he's looking the as the angel hunter. He is looking for it as well, as don't we? Hunter. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yes. Um, so, anyway, when, when Hat comes back and he's, he looks a bit beaten up from this whole experience, he's got mm. a gunshot wound, isn't he? And he's, um, um, but then we have... Prairie being taken for her next sort of mm. like um, NDE. Like you're saying, there's a very mundane feeling about it. It's very, I mean, it's, it's sort of like they're not bothering with any of the gassing anymore. Yeah, what's that? Why, why are they not gassing them anymore? Well, because but, I think they want to be awake. He's just accepting. They want to be awake, but they want to remember yeah. drowning each time. Yeah, they want, to, well, they want to remember what happens afterwards, don't they? Because it's every time they go through, it's their chance of learning but the next aren't thing. Aren't they supposed to keeping that from Hap, though? Oh, it's too late for that. I thought that's the thing. Hap knows exactly what it is. Hap's... So there's no, there's no kind of worry about that anymore, though. Yeah, I think okay. yeah. I think this is the new 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 order they have. And has that have we been told that explicitly? Our, um, no, I don't well, think I so. I don't know that. if that we need to be. Um, uh, I I felt I was slightly. I felt that. I would have liked to have been told that somehow, I think, because I wasn't sure about what was going on. I wasn't sure why they weren't... Because when Scott wasn't being gassed in the last one, neither was he. No, no. I do I think there was to, a reason for I wanted that, to but... know it wasn't just a mistake. You know, it wasn't just that they oh, forgot sure, to gas no. Yeah. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. I mean, you could see why if he's understanding. He's he's beginning to see they've learnt this thing and they've learnt this when, he's, yeah. when, when they've had the near-death experience and that... Um, Oh, I can't quite remember what Scott reveals, but he tells... He reveals that Perry can see. Yeah, yeah, he reveals that she can see. Is there anything... But can she say... Doesn't he say something about they're plotting, they're doing this, they're learning... I think he does say something about they're learning right. these movements. So, And then, of course, Hatsu's who's the evidence of them doing this. Yes. Bringing Scott back, and then Scott has... You know, whatever. They've seen now they're all doing this all the time. Sure. So, okay, but from a writing point of view, I would yeah. have liked some because it, I was asking myself the question when when Scott first comes in, he's not gassed, and now Prairie comes in to have the experiment yeah. on her, and she's not gassed. I was asking myself the question, what, why aren't they being gassed? And I didn't enough. have, and the answer wasn't ready to me. And I feel that's a sure. If you're asking yeah. that, if you're asking, I feel that's a writing, yeah, yeah, error in some ways. You need you need to know these things instinctively, really, mm. don't you? No, that's true. So it would just have been a line from Hap somewhere, wouldn't it? Or Prairie saying, you know. Yeah. But, oh, the, I can't, the, the drowning and everything, I just can't bear them. You know, it's yeah. like, and the, I love the, I love the full face on shot of, and she's in there for a, felt like quite a long time, yeah, didn't it? I was it? thinking about how they, 
And yeah, I mean, we 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 mentioned before, didn't we, about the uh, Radiohead no surprises yes, video? Yeah. And I feel it must have been a similar thing. Where can you imagine doing that? And then, and then you've got the plugs in your. I mean, this is the, what we saw in the when we were watching the making of the Radiohead so, video. So we should just explain for someone who hasn't seen the Radiohead no surprises video. Maybe go away and watch it, and then come back and listen to this. But it's a very similar thing where Tom York is singing the song No Surprises, and the he's singing it, and then. This sort of um, astronaut it, helmet is filling yeah, isn't up it, with water. A diving diving helmet, yeah. Diving helmet is filling up with water as he sings, and as the water level gets to his mouth, he moves his mouth up a bit to try and sing some more, and then it covers him, and then the camera's on him for quite some time. Well, it covers it? him yeah. all the way up to the top of his head, yeah. and then he, and then it comes back yeah. slowly back down again. Yeah. And in the the making of it video, you could see that the way it was done was that he had a kind of safety. He could thing. pull the plugs on the yeah, water, so he could, and he had to do it several times when he just but, gave up. But, but if you think when you pull the plugs, that water is not going to go immediately, it's not is quick. it? Quick, no. you've got a second, but you know, and that must be what they were doing in filming this yeah. as well, don't you think? Yeah, I just couldn't have bear the idea that it might not work. Though the plugs might not work to yeah, let the that water is out. Terrifying. I would have been freaking out. That Probably early. not a job for you. No, no, I'm a bit claustrophobic. I yeah. did, but I was thinking about previously when we saw. Homer? Homer Drown. Yes, yeah, so yeah. the time when we saw Homer Drown. Because not only do we see the water going over his face, but we see him gasping. How the hell do you film that? What was he gasping underwater? Oh, like the actual drowning point. You, I'm sure there's a the camera's on With him. quick cuts, you could do it, I think, couldn't you? Because you could do you got If you've got a bit of water in your mouth, you're okay. Ugh. You, you wouldn't have... Ugh. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, did you notice, um, just thinking about the equipment that she's on now, that either we didn't see this before or it's been changed. I haven't, didn't notice this before, but it looks like angel wings. Oh, right. Think? No, I didn't notice that. Oh, okay. I'm right. pretty sure that looks I did scary. like the way when um, when uh, Prairie comes in, she, goes, she comes in to do it like and Hat doesn't strap her in. She gets in herself, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like, oh, and she's almost doing a little bit sort of crossly isn't she yeah well, I'll get this bit in and I'll get this bit and she puts the head the the um all the stuff the watertight herself. sort of neck thing on herself yeah. doesn't she yeah and it gives her much more power in yeah. the situation that she's taking control of yeah, it yeah just the dynamic between them utterly changes by her doing that which okay. is quite nice I mean watch it we, we see so we see the water filling up and we see, see her watching her from the front and then the shot takes her back and we see her yes. kind of like struggling don't struggle, we and, and, or yeah. Or fitting, really, isn't it, as she drowns? Well, I, well. Yeah, I suppose it's. I suppose your body, body would involuntarily have to try and escape, wouldn't it? You yeah. couldn't help it. Ugh, yes. But how horrible I, thought. The idea of ha watching that each time and just watch that countless times of this happening. Yeah. It's just. It's horrific. So. It's, I, I, the horrible. idea is he's a cold scientist who can do that thing. Oh, well, I know I can bring them back. There's the other, there's the other um, issue of. How on earth is he bringing them back? Because well, no, no, I think I don't think that's. Is that he's just... not bringing them. He, but remember the thing that was said, like Hap said to someone else. I can't remember who it was, but he said, "People who've had a near-death experience are much come back much more easily than like, that's, than other people." Yes, but you yeah. still need resuscitation. No, I think I think they're coming back themselves. I no, think is the you, idea, isn't it? That's not feasible. In a you, the bodies have had a complete lack of oxygen, and they've. Yeah. But okay, at the end of this experiment with Prairie, what we see is the water coming out, and she's okay. We don't see the water well, coming out. Yeah, we do. We see the water. Yeah. The water comes out, and then she's going <gasps> gasping for air, kind of thing. She's oh, obviously yeah, been, right, we do. been dead, and then she's but come back to life again. You can't like your your heart stops. How does that start yeah. again? Oh, that's the thing. Hearing the heartbeat as it's going as well. Oh, yeah. I hope they yeah. were. I hope. I hoped they were filming uh, the actress's heart. I mean, recording the actress' heart as she was filming that scene. That really, I'm, I'm imagining that's what they did. Oh, I think yeah. she, she probably bored stupid by doing it several takes after and after. What bored stupid by oh, with, the, with, the, with the water, water on her face? Not, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, maybe that yeah. seems a bit indiscreet, almost. Sorry, um, you're saying how does that bring much? I, I don't actually know. I don't know I, if we've been told. Yeah. Okay. It's just one of my medical moanings, yeah. but um, I don't think it's not something you learn in medical training, really, is it? How to bring someone you've killed resuscitation's back to life. a thing. Yeah, but not when you've killed someone for quite some well, minutes. No, but I mean, <laughs> there are, you know, there, are, you know, there is resuscitation is a, a thing. So you imagine that perhaps doing this with some like very well, you clever could, technical knowledge, you know, defibrillate, and you'd need the heart to be kept going. I mean, the whole, the you know, resuscitation. That heart pumping thing is just keeping a bit of the oxygen going round until you can do something to restart the heart. 
doesn't look like any of that's going on in that machine, does it really? No. No. It doesn't. Okay. But maybe you could say there might be some little electrodes on her. Maybe. Um, I don't know, some magical way of keeping oxygen going around her body without compressing it. But yeah, yeah, possibly. Okay, we'll give them that. I'll drop it. But um, so what you I like quite liked her weird galaxy bashing world that she goes into. Yeah, so that was a little bit similar to to the world we saw before, wasn't it? When she uh, met Katoon the second time, when she saw her father that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. She's in yeah. no inside the room. You remember she's in the the amazing Icelandic landscape. And oh yeah, and then when she the goes hut. in the hut, that's it's right. Like that, yeah. it's, it's a bit like yeah. that. But nothing's going on, so I don't know if that's meaningful or anything. But there's just well, not she's much there. kind of like she's calling for for Katoon, isn't she? And saying we want to know the fifth movement, yeah. and then afterwards, she's. When she's back in her cell with the others, she's like, "I'm not sure that Katoon's going to tell us the fifth movement. Maybe she's not. Right. Says, maybe she's yeah, not going to tell okay. us because she doesn't want to have to know." So yeah. that's the meaning that basically they may be, you yeah. know, they, they, they might not be getting anywhere. But what about the? Um, so she's sitting with Hap in the, mm. um, and he's asking her to listen to the sounds that she might have heard. Yeah. And she doesn't want to tell him the answer, but she obviously makes a movement to indicate that was the one. And it's the sound that the rings of Saturn make. Yeah, what did I, you make of that? I don't know. Kind of like silly, but I quite like it. Still. Yeah, no, I, quite I mean, liked it. I've heard things like, um, you know, just translating, as he says, what he, he gives a pretty vague, fuzzy thing about this is uh, waves of electrons in plasma from thousands of miles away or something like that. Yeah, um, I, I remember going to some kind of art project thing which actually had um, somehow the noise of solar flares from the sun. Oh, yeah. Somehow yeah. you record it. I mean, obviously you're turning one sort of um, one sort of wave pattern into another wave pattern. Yeah. So you turn it. That was at just... Monceau Observatory, wasn't it? Uh, no, I'm, no, I wasn't oh, something thinking else. of that. Oh, right. I was thinking of where you could hear the sound of pulsars coming towards. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. that's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, that's... Um, yeah, what are you listening to there? That's um, you're listening to the story. rotation of the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's yeah. the actual what's the actual thing? It's a radio. It's a radio telescope, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're listening to it's ele- re- electromagnetic waves, and then you can sort of translate that into noise. So that's what you're talking about. The thing you, you remember? Oh, I suppose it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was solar flares. So it was sort of recording solar flares and then turning it into. So is this what they're talking about thing. here? Is it a similar yeah, sort of thing? I guess. Okay. Although yeah. I don't know exactly what the rings of Saturn make a noise. Spinning I, what I like about know. the rings of Saturn thing is it's like, even if it comes to nothing, it's like throwing in another big sort of like <laughs> slice of mystery into the whole thing, yeah. isn't it? And you think, oh, okay, so maybe maybe they're not, maybe this is moving to other dimensions as much as almost interplanetary travel or something. I was, like I was almost thinking, it's quite funny because I was thinking, going to the rings of Saturn doesn't seem very impressive, you know. <laughs> Oh, and another dimension or a couple of galaxies away. That's like stone's throw, almost. But... Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so that, that conversation that um, they have, that Prairie has with Hap there after the... Well, actually, no, it's the conversation they have whilst she's strapping herself in before she drowns, mm. is he suggests to her that they go oh, away right, together. Yes. Yeah. and Because and... he loves her. This is my theory. Yeah, well... Yeah, we had we had we talked about this in the previous podcast, didn't we? That there's a slight sort of like sexual element to it. I don't actually think there is. I think his his is a purely a scientific. Um, he's fascinated by Prairie because she's the most sort of gifted, if you like, of his subjects. Coincidentally, rather fit and good looking. Well, yeah, but so is Renata or Rachel. They're not like you know. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, no, I think. No, I, no. Okay, yeah. I agree that yeah. it isn't a completely sexual thing, but I think it's a, a, a mixed up lots of admiration thing but he does Maybe. like her in a completely um well i think it's quite an interesting question though whether it's a it's a uh sexual thing or not as well though because mm. i think it's even it's even is better if it's not kind of thing yeah That's i agree sort of like you know pure scientific interest cold cold scientist sort of interest I, yes but i think it's more than just cold scientific interest in her i think there's okay something because yeah. perhaps got nothing in his life well I think he, he doesn't need anything really does he yeah. I think he's. Yeah. I don't know because he is quite human. He's not like yeah. Leon, is he? Really? He's not like Leon. Leon no, the, the yeah, the scientist. No, but I, I'm not surprised that um, the OA 
knocks him back, really. That's not... Oh, God, no, because he didn't have any answer whatsoever as to what was going to happen to the others. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll sort that out. I'll sort that out. Oh, yeah, OK, just going to let them go. Yeah. <laughs> Although she does say later on to Homer that maybe she could, you know, leverage it, get him to free them. Well, it did make me think when she said that, is that why Prairie's escaped back in the present day? You know, oh, is, that what, yeah. is that what happened? Did her and Hat go away? So she's... Mm, but she knows that she needs to rescue the other four. Yes, so... And we know that they're in another dimension somewhere, don't we? So. But also, and I can't quote, I think it is around about here, but she's talking to the five and yeah. reveals that she's never actually crossed yeah. the interdimensional thing. Yeah. Which doesn't mean the other four haven't. Yeah. But it does start sort of, I quite like that, but I'm starting to doubt some of, like, what's, you know, I could feel the five doubting her a bit as well at that point. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like that. I mean, I... I I mean, when we were talking last uh, last podcast about the possible interpretations that the writers will have of what these near death experiences are, and are they, you know, is this is this actually a physical moving to another dimension, or is it as some other um, people like Timothy Leary have proposed about um, near death experiences is all it, all in your mind, even if it's uh, oh, okay. So it's yeah. possible, isn't it? Because Prairie's never done this, but that. It's all in their minds, really, isn't it? I mean, what we've, what we've seen kind of is like dream sequences in some ways. Yeah, but... It, OK, that's a near-death experience. But yeah. what they're proposing is that their movements will physically move. This oh, yes. is the whole thing. They physically need to get out that dungeon yes, that, somewhere Yes, that's else. what they're proposing. But because Prairie hasn't done it herself, that means she can't be absolutely convinced that's what's happening. Um, OK. That that was all I was thinking because if Prairie had that went that's what why the others are a bit doubtful when she tells them when the five are a bit doubtful when she tells them because thinking that she hasn't done this herself so she doesn't even know it's actually possible the mm. other five according to her story the other four have disappeared presumably from their cell we've been told that much have we we yeah. pretty much because remember yeah. with the FBI agent oh he's disappeared this episode but yeah. she sort of said they're off the board yes. Implicate, yeah, yeah, they are. it's what we're thinking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so but I, I like the idea that there's still it's still up in the air as to, as to the actual explanation of what's going on in some ways. But you yeah. assume that the other four are not physically, yeah, they're not yeah. physically in the dungeon anymore. So, no, anyway, anyway, um, yes. getting into the sort of to the close to the end, yes. Um, I just wanted to mention a bit about the conversation that uh. Prairie and Homer have through the glass oh, there. Yeah. And Homer's talking about getting out and have a vegetable garden. Yes. <laughs> it's a really good Lila like recent where um he's talking about, yeah, we can plant some peas or whatever. And Prairie just goes, We don't know anything about vegetables. They don't die. Well, the... <laughs> they don't die, meaning we only know about things that die. Oh, I <laughs> thought she said they're all die. Like meaning just oh. meaning mundanely. We don't know anything about vegetables. You know, we won't be able to look after them. They'll all die. Like, I can't look after house plants. Oh, I thought she said we don't know anything about vegetables. They don't die. As in, we only know about things that die. Well, vegetables do die. Yeah, maybe you're right. Oh, maybe I was I, do like, I, I like your interpretation, though. <laughs> I much prefer that. They were just going <laughs> if it doesn't, If it doesn't die and be brought back to life. Then we don't know anything about it. No. Yeah. The whole huge areas of knowledge are close to us. I guess what that scene was doing was Homer was sort of slightly suggesting that one day this might all be over yeah. and him and Prairie can have a can I, yes, get yes. together. I think that's Homer being a nice guy saying, yeah. don't worry, one of these yeah. days it will all be sorted. And he doesn't, he, he takes her complaints and just goes with it and talks about how they don't worry. They're sort of, they will sort things out yeah. somehow through trial and error. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's sweet. So uh, really, only we look left to discuss really is the final scene of Stan, isn't it? Stan, the, um, the, yes. The ranger He's coming, coming in. into Homer's house, uh, into Hap's house, and yes. finding him. He's I love, I loved that we we could only really see a little bit of what was going on there, but but Stan makes some little noise, doesn't he? It's like. Mm kind of thing, as though he's watching the screens. You can kind of tell he's watching the screens. I mean, is it the fact that he can see that there are people in yeah, dungeons, exactly. presumably? Yeah. I thought maybe he was watching in and he might actually see in the experiment and see... No, I think doing. he's looking... I think we see that Hap is looking at the um, right. the dungeon, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you think that to, to twig that quickly, he must have been a little bit suspicious of Hap because 
That could have been a film he's watching, couldn't it? <laughs> Yes. He could have been, you know, he could have That's been watching the film called Cell or something, couldn't he? Yeah, it was about four oh. teenagers trapped in an underground dungeon. Yeah, it probably is one, <laughs> isn't there? Yeah, yeah, some sort of horrible torture flicky thing. That's yeah, yeah. That's well, you know, it could be explained away. But yeah. um, but I, I mean, I really like that as the ending to the episode because um, you feel um, uh, how you know someone did need to find Hap out at some point, and we don't really because because we don't know how Prairie escapes exactly, mm. we don't actually know if Hap gets away with this at the moment, do we? Or no, not? we don't. Yeah. I mean, you sort of, well, one of the most straightforward, boring things to happen would be Stan takes him in. Arrests him. Arrests him yeah. and... Puts him in prison for a very long time. And uh, lets Prairie out, but... Not the others? Some, no, okay, so that's not swinging. So... The other well, thing no, is... Oh, what, no, uh, you could possibly be, couldn't it? Hap is arrested and taken away. The others are let out. Well, no, they'd be, they'd be a little bit of media attention on them if they're let out, wouldn't they? But they could like get together and carry on experiments themselves and find the movements and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 okay. Possible. That doesn't feel really likely. What, what I yeah. think is something about we know about Stan's wife and we know about oh, the yeah. healing and about how Hap's already talked. Oh about. yes! Oh, I like that idea. Yes, yeah. the healing. So he's gonna he's I gonna tell Stan right. what he's doing. That we I can I, I can, can heal your wife. Your wife. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think there might be some of that going on. Yeah. Or or he just kills Stan. That's the other one. That seems quite boring. And I think as Stan's wife's been mentioned, yeah. uh, I think we probably will have a little bit about Stan. Mm, I think so. so quite but I'm, I'm interested in seeing how, if that is the case, how Hap talks Stan round, as mm. it were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, I can see that being good. Yeah. But, um, um, so, um, quite a dramatic end. Yes. Now, interestingly, um, it's a, unfortunate that I mentioned this to you just as we were starting yeah, watching, was it? Yeah, ruin but, it for me. Yes, but this episode is only half an hour long. Yeah, yeah. so you, yeah, yeah. I would, it would be nice if Netflix didn't reveal that. It just says it at the end, doesn't it, says how many minutes. I'm going to try and not look at how many minutes next time. Yeah, Maybe or if put you a do little see, plaster over don't it. shout it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah. Do you... Do you? I mean, we we talked before, didn't we? And I think we read an interview with um, the director saying about these episodes don't have to be any particular length mm. because it's on Netflix; it doesn't have to fit mm -hmm. into a TV schedule. Do you think this is half an hour long, just because to reach that cliffhanger with Stan having a gun at Hap's head? I think they probably quite like the idea of really because it's, the, a lot of the other episodes have been around about the hour mark. Yeah. The first one is a good bit longer, but then most minutes. of the others yeah. have been I think we've similar. had 70, 54, 64, I've noticed. Okay, yeah, so, so kind of similar. So they can cut out. I think they probably just wanted to make a statement with one. And and they've got yeah. a story that fits, you know, because you're, it's just like writing a book and you're thinking about how what yeah. What chapters? How do things flow? Where should I make a, an ending? Where should I? Put Where it? should my cliffhanger be? And and yeah. I, you can see that for a writer or a director to have to have all the cliffhangers of a series spaced out to the same <laughs> equidistant is boring, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, and not very dramatic either. I think they're yeah. probably on purpose. Not let's do a really. Yeah, I think you're right about making a statement though. I think because this isn't something we've seen very often, is it? No. Or at all? I've never seen. It I've, I've not heard of that before, yeah. and I I do find it very. Um, like, you know, like I've always said before, it's great. You don't have to. They don't have to stick any filler in. They don't have yeah. to cut bits out. But maybe Netflix could possibly not put the timings on each one. Would be good. Well, I don't know. I remember having massive arguments with Netflix about the annoying thing about them taking the credits away and just oh, put them in a little box in the corner. Yeah. Yes, there's lots of things about Netflix. Did I actually phone them up about that once? Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> That that went nowhere. So good luck with this one. Yeah, but we we mentioned before, didn't we? In another another um, podcast, talking about how great it would be if Netflix did a series where they released one episode a week and didn't tell you how many episodes mm. would be in the series, mm. and and then and also didn't tell you how long each episode was going to be. Mm. Maybe one episode is three minutes long. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> You're all excited. You got your. But if you can get a cliffhanger in in three minutes' time, yeah, yeah I, that'd be really good. I think that would yeah. be an interesting way of going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Yes. I like okay. That. I'm. I like, I'm interested. I want to know what's going on next. For sure. I mean, in interestingly, when you have a short episode, you kind of feel like more's happened in it in some ways, don't you? Because <laughs> I don't know if that's 
it's a bit illogical, but... Yeah, no, I don't think that. I, I, but I do feel more hungry for some more, I yeah, think. Yeah, I suppose, like yeah. a starter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a trailer if it's that short. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. But, yeah. um, well, less is more sometimes. And yes. I, I think it's... Yeah, not to say that you just want it to convert to a half-hour episodes, but yeah. interesting variety is good. Yes. So, um, as, as ever... Um, if you have any comments on our podcast or any questions you want to ask us about it, you can send us an email at the overanalysis podcast at ethancrane.com. That's C-R-A-N-E.com. Or you can leave a, a comment on the webpage for this episode, which is uh, on that website, ethancrane.com. Just follow the links to the overanalysis podcast. And also, uh, because we've only got two episodes of this left, obviously this podcast is going to end in two episodes of time. So, um, if you like our podcasts and you want to hear when we're doing a new one, we've got a mailing list on the website now. You'll find it on any of the podcast um, pages just down the bottom. You can subscribe to that. And I think the next one we're planning doing is probably Better Call Saul, isn't it? There's yes. a Better Call Saul Series 3 coming in April. And being um, big fans of Breaking Bad, um, we shall be looking at that one as well. Yes. Yes. We do also have uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yes. That's um, going on in the background all the time, isn't it? Yes. We forget about that sometimes. We're doing a rewatch of Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's called Breaking Bad Rehab. Also find that on our yeah. website. So, Unlike this podcast, it has lots of spoilers because we actually know what goes on. Yes, well, that's what happens when you watch something again, yeah, isn't it? This is true. Yeah. Yes, but otherwise, we shall see you for episode seven of this. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.